0: Hello, and welcome to episode 83 of the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's knitting and running in 30 minutes or less, because even in a pandemic, we're all still busy. I'm titling this one, Real Wonders Never Cease, because this means I'm actually recording two weeks in a row. Woohoo! So once upon a time, you may remember, I actually had a regular recording schedule, but then my youngest son stopped napping, and, well, it's been chaos ever since. (laughs) So... As long as my kids are hybrid in school, which we are at the moment, I am going to try to record three episodes out of the four weeks in a month. We'll see if that works, but that is the plan at the moment. Segments this week include FOs, whips, stash, out and about, and on the run. A quick note on Ravelry, um... All the links to Ravelry are are clearly labeled as such in my show notes, so those are the links to the project pages. If a link does not say Ravelry, it does not go to Ravelry. Links to Yarn are directly to the manufacturer's websites and should be safe for those who are still having Ravelry accessibility usages. Also, all my patterns are available on both Ravelry and Lovecrafts. So I actually have no finished objects this week. That was wishful thinking when I was developing my show notes about four or five days ago, but I do have a whole bunch of whips works in progress. First up, the Descent Cowl. This is my homage to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The pattern is by Carissa Browning, and together, knitters have raised over $30,000 through this pattern for the ACLU. Nice work, knitters. Wow, you are an amazing bunch. I am about halfway through the necklace portion of the cowl. I'm using some ancient stash yarn that is um, 100% cotton. If you haven't seen this cowl, so basically what it does is you build kind of a, um, using slip stitches, you build like a polka dot pattern. And then there's a colored band. And then there's a pattern that kind of resembles one of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's um descent necklaces so i've finished the polka dots i have finished the colored bands and that, that kind of portions quarter of stands up on your neck and then the necklace portion folds over and then lies across your chest so i'm i'm most of the way through and i'm really excited to start wearing this especially as our weather is supposed to turn fall like again tomorrow second up the star wars scarf which is for thing one my older son i have started the center panel so the center section has weird alien writing, the Millennium Falcon and the Death Star, and a couple little small spaceships. And then it'll be on to the dark side of the Force. I'm still loving the new hexagonal needles from Indian Lake Artisans. I'll talk about those more later. I'm using True Boo by Lion Brand, which is a 100% bamboo yarn available in um, around us. It's available in Joanne's, a big box um, yarn and craft store. For thing two, I'm working on a hitchhiker that's going to be his... Christmas gift. This is a DK weight yarn I'm using from a big box store. This one is, um, I forget what, I got it at Michael's. It's purple. It's purple, green, yellow, and tan. I forget what brand it was, but you know, I saw purple in neutral colors, so I grabbed the skein of yarn. It's not my favorite yarn. It's a little more towards a kitchen cotton than I prefer to work with. It's not as stiff as a kitchen cotton. It's, it is 100% cotton, but it's not a really soft cotton. Um, but it's machine washable, and thing two is five. So machine washable is the most important um, qualification when choosing yarn for <laughs> his projects. It's still my car knitting, so it's getting a little love most days because, of course, my kids' school schedules, my boys are, this is their last year um, in two different schools, and, of course, their school schedules are completely different, get dropped off at different times, picked up at different times, and are going different days of the week. So we have somebody at a building four days a week. So it's getting a little bit of love most days Um, Ankle socks So I am still on the second sock of the pair of ankle socks That I started right before the pandemic really turned into a dumpster fire It lives in my purse So I have worked on it a few times this week While I was waiting in lines like at the grocery store and that sort of thing And then I have two new cast-ons for this last week These are cast-ons for the pigskin party And I'll talk about the pigskin party a little more later First cast on is the Tan House Brook Shawl. This is a pattern by Jennifer Lassonde of Downseller Studios. I'm working on it in yarn from 100 Ravens in their Sekmet base, which is an alpaca silk linen blend in the Nevertheless She Persisted colorway. I bought this yarn during the virtual Maryland Sheep and Wool right around Mother's Day this year. Um, I love this yarn. It's really soft. It doesn't fluff as much as some alpaca yarns. Do you know how some alpaca yarns, they kind of really shed? And this one sheds a tiny bit, but the and linen kind of keeps the alpaca in in line, I guess you could say. Uh, but the drape with, with those three fibers, alpaca, and linen, oh my lord, the drape is just beautiful. And I was really excited to start this shawl because I have knit it before. I first knit the Tan House Brook shawl, A few years back, um, I think about three Christmases ago, two or three Christmases ago now, and I really enjoyed it. I knit it in my own hand spun, but the show disappeared a few months later, and I've never been able to find it. So I am now finally getting around to making another. And um, for those of you who don't know, The Pigskin Party is the annual football season craft along run by Jennifer Lassonde of Downseller Studios podcast. So it, it felt really perfect to work on her pattern again, because I've been wanting to make another one for a good year or two now. So this seemed like the perfect time to cast it on. My second cast on for the pigskin party is the Willowbrook Shawl, and that is by Brenda Castile, and that is, I am knitting this up in my own hand-spun cotton. I spun this yarn back in June during Pride Month, and I actually, um uh, from Fiber from strings. And I had actually spun this up with this shawl in mind. It's my very first chain ply yarn. So I did that so I could maintain the rainbow gradient. Um, Since it's my first chain ply, it's definitely not my best yarn, but the shawl is in garter stitch with a a lace border that you, you work the lace as you go. So it's a side to side shawl. So um, the garter stitch should hide the worst of my mistakes. Plus, as it's side to side, it will maintain the rainbow gradient from one end of the shawl to the other. So I am very excited. On to some stash. So I have purchased some fun yarns over the past couple months since the unexpected break started in their recording schedule. I attended the Virtual Fiber World Festival and made a few purchases. Uh, the first is from Nom- Nomad Yarns. I purchased their Gelato colorways. Um, So these are hand-dyed cotton rayon blends in pastel ice cream inspired colors. They are so gorgeous and I am planning on making a sort of a lacy crochet top with them for next spring. They're absolutely beautiful. Um, For those of you who don't know, No Bad Yarns is a yarn truck out in Indiana. They carry both commercial yarns as well as dye their own yarns um mostly they've been doing wool but recently they started doing some summer blends as well hence the gelato collection and they are super soft I love it I can't wait to skein these up and start working with these yarns The second thing I purchased is a watermelon shawl ball from Brenda and he- Brenda and Heather Yarns excuse me Sometimes people call them BAH yarns B A H and you may be asking what on earth is a shawl ball Well, it's a gradient skein that's purposely dyed so that each color looks visually as large as the others when you do a top-down triangular or top-down half-circle shawl. So that means that the Ba Yarns shawl balls have more of the outer color so that your shawl will visually balance. I think I'm going to save this skein for my annual Christmas or perhaps birthday cast on and knit a shawl as a special treat for myself once the gift knitting is all done. I bought this yarn in their bamboo base, but Brenda and Heather dye both wool and plant fibers, and their colorways are fantastic. Go check out, definitely go check them out. Their colors are beautiful. The last thing I bought from... The Fiber World Festival is one pair of needles from Indian Lake Artisans. These are handmade wooden hexagonal needles I bought. Instead of buying the fixed circulars, I bought one set of interchangeable tips and one cord, as I do love my interchangeables. And I wanted to see what these were like before spending the money on a full set, because a full set of handmade needles are very expensive. So I'm going to use these for a bit before I make my final decision. Um, So these needles are hexagonal and not circular, and um, allegedly they're supposed to be um, easier to grip because the the yarn will rest on the needle on sort of one of those small little edges, and your fingers will as well. And I do have arthritis in my hands, so I was curious to see if that was true. And I do find them actually um, much more restful to use. I'm using these on the Star Wars scarf, the double knit Star Wars scarf for my older son, and i found that with double knitting with my left hand the hand that holds the, the 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 needle the stitches excuse me get to be worked i had a death grip on that needle especially with the bamboo stitches that they really were you know sliding off way too easily um and i find that with this needle i'm i'm definitely holding the needles less so instead of only being able to do you know 3 rows maximum per day. I can easily do five or more and it's not fatiguing my hands or causing any kind of pain. So there's definitely an improvement there. I'm going to finish this project and then probably start another project with them. I want to see how that works with other yarns. Since I do work with plant fibers a lot, I tend to work with slipperier yarns than maybe your average person might. But then again, Indian Lake Artisans does make their needles out of three different types of wood and each one is rated slightly differently. One is slipperier, one is in the middle, and one is least slippery. I, I picked the one in the middle to give it a try and see what I thought. But so far, I really like them. And one thing I particularly like about them is that um, where the where the, the, the end, of the point where you screw the needle into the receptacle meets the cord... It twists on its own, so if you're moving the needle around while you're knitting, which I tend to do, the needle doesn't come unscrewed nearly as often, and I love that feature. I did pick up a few more skeins of yarn from an almost local yarn shop. So about two months ago now, I think, um, the shop called A Great Yarn in Chatham, Massachusetts, announced that they were closing. Uh, the the owners made it very clear it was not COVID nineteen that was causing this. They just you know wanted to spend more time with their grandkids. Their their priorities have changed, and they were very, very thankful to the community for sticking with them and supporting them during the the COVID nineteen crisis. But they were they were very clear to make make it very certain that COVID wasn't the reason they were closing. And of course, everybody was really sad. Um, and they did have a sale. And then a couple weeks back now, they announced that an owner of a local yarn shop a couple towns over is actually going to uh, purchase their store. So she will have two locations now. So that is really exciting. I loved a great yarn. Uh, we'll see what the new shop is like once it reopens. I think they're going to close for a little while over November? I forget the exact details, but anyway, they are, it is going to be reopening back up as a yarn shop again, which is wonderful because the Great Yarn has been a wonderful addition to the town. It's so much fun when we head down the Cape to, to head there. I mean, it's books and yarn. The only thing you're missing is like a coffee shop or something. I mean, it's, it's perfect. It's wonderful, and the staff have always been amazing there. They're so helpful and so friendly. I was really sad to hear they were closing, and now I am very happy to hear that they will be reopening under new owners. Uh, While I was there, I did pick up a few skeins of yarn. I picked up six skeins of Universal Yarns Universe, which is a cotton linen polyamide glitter blend. It's lace weight with just the right amount of sparkle. I can't wait to try this. I picked up three skeins of tin, which is a charcoal gray, and three skeins of paper, which is like a burgundy cabernet color. And I think these are just going to make some fantastic lace weight shawls, i hoping at some point we'll be able to go out in public again because these are the perfect kind of like sparkly yarn, sparkly lace weight yarn that would make a gorgeous holiday shawl to, to wear to your holiday parties in the winter season. Maybe in a year or two, we'll be able to do that sort of thing again. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed, maybe. I also picked up a prize for the Be A Helper Craft Along because that's coming up in a couple months. So we'll have some, we have some prizes already for that. And we'll talk about that more probably in a couple weeks out and about so there are lots of fiber events happening online this fall I'm going to walk you folks through a few of them the pigskin party is happening right now through the Super Bowl I have a link in my show notes to the Ravelry group I am sponsoring for I think this is the third either the third or the fourth year in a row Uh, I am also participating this year and I am very excited I am on team seven the Rock Island Rams woohoo so what happens is when you sign up, you, you, you be honest, you tell them how much you're looking to participate, whether you want to be a, basically a wallflower or bench warmer, or whether you want to be the quarterback and be, you know, like in charge and, and working that sort of thing. And they don't care. Just, you know, be honest. They're trying to make up teams of people, a little bit of everybody. So it's spread out pretty evenly and uh, you can still join. They are still adding people to teams. And if there's enough interest, they are going to be making up some more new teams. So please go ahead, join. It's a lot of fun. The kickoff last weekend went really well. I held a Cocktails and Crafts Zoom um, sit-in knit, or sit-in craft, I should say, and it was a lot of fun. I got to meet some wonderful new people. One of them even turned out to be on my team. So that was very exciting, and I had so much fun. Stitches at Home, that's put on by the folks at XRX who put on Stitches East, West, South, United, etc., That is coming up this weekend, October 3rd and 4th, and next weekend, October 10th and 11th. I am not attending this. We were planning on doing some stuff. We'll see if that happens now. More on that later. Virtual Rhinebeck is coming up October 15th through 18th. I am attending that. I have signed up for two classes on crochet to improve my skills and to learn how to read a crochet pattern better. I'm getting better with the charts. Um, but they're definitely harder to read than a knitting chart. They're not the, the graph that I'm used to, and the graphs come easy to me because I learned to cross-stitch when I was really little, like before I was in school I was cross-stitching. So I find knitting charts super easy. Crochet charts, on the other hand, are a horse of a different color. <laughs> Indie Untangled Everywhere, so the popular Rhinebeck-adjacent event for independent dyers is also going digital this year. There are currently more than 40 vendors signed up, plus when you buy your ticket, you will have access to Zoom calls with some of the vendors, with designers, and all sorts of other fun things. Vogue Knitting Live is coming up October 8th through 11th. It's now open for registration. There are further upcoming live Vogue Knitting Live events that have been scheduled for November 12th through 15th, December 10th through 13th, and January 14th through 17th. Uh, the last three you can't sign up for quite yet. I'm probably going to do the January one. I'm not sure about the other two. I'm not going to do October since I'm doing a virtual That I almost always attend Vogue Live In New York City every January. We're only about a four-hour train ride away, and we have a train station like the next town over that will hop you right into New York, which is very handy on Amtrak. And it's usually a birthday present from my family because it's often right around my birthday weekend, maybe the weekend or two after. Um, So this year, I, I didn't go this year because we had a bunch of stuff coming up, and it was a little insane. And now I'm really sad I missed it because, obviously, regular Vogue Knitting Live is not happening this January. So I'll probably do the January virtual event, but we'll see. Things may change between now and then. If you have any events you'd like me to share, please go ahead and email me at windsweptmonique at gmail.com. On the run. Uh, Well, so this has completely changed since I wrote these show notes about three or four days ago. So I have been dealing with a little bit of knee pain. And then on Tuesday, I knelt down in the morning to help my older son, with some of his homework so i could see the screen better and it felt like someone had set my knee on fire which is never a good sign so i called the doctor and i got an appointment for late tuesday afternoon um and she saw me and she thought it was one thing but she sent me for x-rays just to be safe and it looks like it's probably something else um suffice it to say it's it's not horrible Um, but it's not the diagnosis you'd want, but, and I'm off to see an orthopedist as soon as they actually call me back. But yeah, so, um, no walking for a while. (laughs) 2020, can it be done now? Please really want this year over. (laughs) So I am going to wrap it up here. I hope everybody is staying healthy and staying active as much as you can. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when you're gone. Yes, I have injured my good knee. Lovely. (laughs) But as always, keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye.